Shalom, everyone. It's time for Ancient Jewish Wisdom for a Modern World that will change your thinking and change your life. Welcome to the Dust of the Rabbi podcast with Rabbi Brian Baruch Belechi. Shalom, everyone. This is Rabbi Brian. I'm so glad to have you on another episode, episode seven of our podcast, The Dust of the Rabbi. And I'm excited that you have joined us and are continuing to listen and engage yourself in this conversation as today we do another Q&A. There was such a great response from our first Q&A, I thought we'd do another one. And we had a really fun topic that came through as some of our listeners have listened to episodes one through six. They have discovered a lot of things that have been stirring in them, questions they've had, things to think about. And one specific question came in, and I thought it was great when we talk about Jesus, Yeshua, being a rabbi. And that is the fact that there are a lot of people out in the influencer world that call themselves life coaches and others that we can deem as a mentor. And is that the same as what Jesus was as a rabbi? Because specifically, rabbis who make disciples are disciplers. And is there a difference between a discipler, a mentor, and a life coach? So this is going to be a fun topic. So again, if you have any wonderful questions you'd like to shoot my way, you can follow us on Twitter, Rabbi underscore Brian, B-R-I-A-N. You can do the same with Instagram, Rabbi underscore Brian. And let us know if you really want to have some deep questions answered and get a little dusty from the dust of the rabbi. So I'm Rabbi Brian Belecci, and I am excited to be your life coach, your mentor, and your discipler, because I want to be your rabbi. But my goal is to be like a rabbi of the first century, like Yeshua the Messiah. I believe he is the best rabbi that anyone could have. And I believe he's not just a rabbi, but as a miracle-working prophet, as the Messiah of Israel, as Savior and Lord, he is the one that I focus on when it comes to looking at what Scripture says about being a disciple-maker. I want to make disciples like Jesus made disciples. And I'm patterning my ability to disciple others after the lifestyle of Jesus. Yeshua, we call him in Hebrew. So what I want to do is jump right into this question today. Is there a difference between a life coach and a mentor? So I want to think about the term coach. Now, some of us, we've all had coaches in our life because usually for a boy, it might be their father that's coaching them. For a young girl, it might be their mother that's coaching them. And in school, you have teachers, and you might be involved in a sports activity and have an actual physical coach. Some people even have trainers at the gym. So when you think about life coaching, I want you to think about what a coach does. A coach is there to help you excel. And when you think about life coaching, the life coach is more concerned with things concerning life. For instance, a life coach might teach you how to have active listening skills or teach you a certain strategy, or help you with technology, or help you progress in a certain goal setting that you might have for yourself. Maybe they're going to help you set a goal, or identify your mission, or your purpose, or your vision, or your mission statement. Maybe that could be something a life coach will do. They might help you in life. 
coach you in the general aspect of life. So whatever it is that you're wanting, usually that life coach will help you just move forward in some of your goals that you're setting. Now, what's the difference between a life coach and a mentor? A mentor is actually someone who is specifically sharing with you wisdom, knowledge, and expertise they have in a specific area. So when you think about mentoring, you got to think about what area do you need mentoring in? For instance, you might be an artist, or you might be a singer, or you might be a writer. And so you would find someone that is skilled in that area, and you want them to mentor you because you know they have personal experience in something that you endeavor to develop in your life. And so instead of having a general life coach perspective, kind of a motivation just to keep moving forward in life, a mentor is going to have a specific area of expertise that they're going to share their wisdom and knowledge. And there's going to be a built-up relationship between the mentor and the mentee. And when you think about the people that need a mentor, they're not just saying, I want to learn a certain skill for a certain job. They might be saying, I want to know all about your experiences. And so there's aspects within the mentor that you could use in various times in your life. And there's other times where you might need a life coach, someone that gets you moving forward, kind of motivates you, almost like a trainer does at the gym. But what is the difference between what Jesus was or Yeshua? He is a rabbi. That means he has the ability to not only coach you and mentor you, but he wants to disciple you. And when you think about discipleship and you think about how powerful the great commission of our Messiah is, he says, go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. That word in the Greek is ethnos, and it's where we get ethnicity. That means that every nation and every ethnic group needs to be discipled by a Jewish rabbi who lived in the first century and followed a certain pattern of how he developed disciples. They usually started with followers. Followers always come within a crowd to be the looky-loos or the onlookers or the people listening, and maybe they're listening with their outer ear, but they're not listening with their inner ear. And Jesus always knew that he had thousands upon thousands of people that would come to follow him to hear what he had to say. But we've said this before, that followers are not often learners, because a disciple is a learner. That's actually what the Hebrew word talmid, or in plural talmidim, means. It means to learn. And it actually is the same root for to teach, melamed. And when you think about being a teacher, or someone who's leading or guiding someone, That person is helping you in every step in a certain direction that they're leading you in. So in a sense, Jesus, he can be a mentor. He could be a life coach, but he's much more than that. He is a rabbi, which means he's a discipler. And his job is to disciple the 12 that followed him, that progressed on to being a learner, and then cause them to be disciple makers so that disciples will make disciples. And I think this is what we're missing in our world today. We have actually so many people who claim to be a life coach, whether they're fully trained or they just took on the title. And I think during the pandemic, we got really focused on, you know, with all this time we had on our hands, what are we going to do with the extra time? So there were people that said, man, I'm not working at my job. I have all this time at home. I'm going to become a life coach. And maybe sometimes that desire was driven 
by material gain. Maybe it was, I'm bored and I need a career. Maybe it's, I need to use the extra time I have. Or maybe it was, I could make a lot of money because I hear other people are making money. And so a lot of my friends and a lot of people I know were either seeking a life coach or they were becoming a life coach. Some got formal training and others just kind of jumped in, you know, dived in the waters and started trying to lead people's life. And they found out it was much more difficult to become a life coach because to be a life coach, you had to be invested in that person's life. And there's other people that they try to mentor others. And so you might even have someone who'll say, will you mentor me? And they're usually seeing something in you that they want to glean from. I get that a lot from people who want to go deeper in the Word of God. And so I always think about mentoring. I can mentor someone, which means I'm going to build a relationship of mentor and mentee, kind of the same way I develop a relationship as a a teacher to my students. And so as a rabbi to Talmudim, I am trying to build a relationship to where they learn from me in an area of skill that I've already developed. So I can mentor them in that area. So maybe we've gotten discouraged post-pandemic from people who said they were life coaches. Maybe you signed up for a, a subscription. Maybe you, you, know, you, you got online and you were going to watch and be a part of this Zoom class with all these classes and courses and you know, techniques and strategies and all this wonderful stuff. But that life coach on the other side of that camera couldn't mentor your life. They couldn't cause character to develop within you because they didn't know who you were. You were just part of a Zoom class. And I think it's important for us to realize sometimes we can pay for life coaches, but maybe we're really needing someone to come alongside us and mentor us. When Jesus had 12 disciples, in a sense, they were all helping to mentor each other. Peter, James, and John were the inner circle, and they were an inspiration to many that were on the outer circle of the twelve. Sadly enough, Judas Iscariot maybe needed a few more days of mentoring because he didn't quite understand the concept of what it meant to follow a Messiah who says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. At least to the six plus disciples, they became fishermen and the zealots that were there or Matthew, the tax collector, the good accountant who made an account of the gospel message and the life and times of Jesus in the gospel that we call the gospel of Matthew. Maybe everyone in Jesus' circle were were being mentored by Jesus in different ways. But beyond mentoring, what we need in the church world, what we need in the synagogue, what we need in all of the spiritual formation classes that many people sign up for, we need someone that will disciple our life. And the word disciple not only means to be a learner, But when we look at the English word disciple, we can see the word discipline. What spiritual disciplines are you lacking? Is it the study of God's word? Is it prayer? Is it how to give and be generous and faithful in your giving? Is it worship that you need more development in? Maybe you need to know the difference between praise and worship and how to enter into God's gates with praise and then how to be still and know that he is God in worship. Maybe you need to learn how to not only pray, but how to be an intercessor an overcomer, a fruit bearer. Maybe you need to learn how to be a truth seeker. You definitely want to develop into being a disciple, right? And then when you become a disciple, you can be a disciple maker. As a restorer of people that are broken, you can help them because 
you've been helped along the way by someone who not only was a life coach and a mentor, but someone that knew how to disciple your life. And if you're listening today and you're lacking spiritual discipline, trust me, the reason I made this podcast is for you. It is the dust of the rabbi, Yeshua the Messiah, that came upon my life when a rabbi trained me and other leaders, whether they were pastors or teachers or coaches, did what they could. But ultimately, they were all trying to lead me to one path, and that path was a path of spiritual growth. And I'm telling you, if you're willing to walk in the footsteps of the Messiah and get dusty from the dust of the rabbi, your life's going to change. You are no longer going to be just lacking discipline or lacking determination or lacking zeal. You know, in the synagogue today, I talked about the power of being a zealous disciple who's hungry to learn. If you haven't watched it, you can catch it on YouTube or on Facebook Live and our recordings and really dive into that message. It was a great message. But I'm really encouraging you to go beyond the desire to change and actually be willing to change. So there's a difference between just desiring change. It's kind of like the difference between faith and hope. You see, hope is an expectation that good is around the corner. But faith believes wholeheartedly with actions to back it up, that I believe that God can change my life. Therefore, I will do my part that he's asked of me. You see, sometimes hope can be watered down to just a wish and a dream. But faith is what keeps you alive, keeps you living and moving. In him we live and move and have our being. But faith keeps you corresponding in action towards that which God is calling you to. And I believe if you're listening to this podcast and you're watching this podcast, you know that God is calling you to a higher level. You know you need more than a life coach. You need more than a mentor. You need someone that will be relational with you like a mentor. They will give you listening techniques and strategies like a life coach. But you need a discipler. You need someone who's called to your life to give you that self-discipline you need. And because they've been discipled, they can disciple you. It doesn't always have to be a rabbi or a pastor. It can be someone who's just like you and I, that if we learn something in our life, we put into practice, we can teach others how to do it. You know, Matthew 5, 17 through 20, Jesus has a discussion in his famous Sermon on the Mount. And he says, Do not even think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets, but I came to fulfill them. Then he taught his disciples how to fulfill them. He says, If you do the commandments, even to the least of the commandments, and teach others how to do them, they will call you great. The Hebrew word for great is rabbah. It is the root to the word rabbi or rabboni, which is rabbi or my rabbi, my master teacher. And it means to be a great master teacher. Jesus was a great rabbi, a great master teacher. And I love what he said in Luke 640, that a disciple, a talmid, is not above his teacher, his rabbi. But everyone who is perfectly trained will be like their teacher, their rabbi. This is why Jesus said when it comes to teachers, you don't have another teacher. You have me, that I'm your teacher. In Matthew 23, he's talking about the Pharisees. Don't be like them. Because in that Matthew 5, 17 through 20 passage, he says your righteousness needs to exceed the righteousness of the Pharisees. He said to do that, don't break any of his commandments even to the least of these commandments. Because if you break one of the least of these commandments and teach someone else, it's okay to break them. 
you yourself become least in the kingdom. And it doesn't mean you'll lose your salvation. What it means is you'll have the least influence. You'll have the least determination. You'll have the least empowerment in your life. Do you know that actually the more discipline and the more zeal for God that you have, the more results you experience. And if you're lacking results in your life, you're probably lacking determination, lacking discipline. You're lacking destiny because your life was not meant to downgrade into slavery, but to be realized within sonship. Or if you're a female daughtership, that you're a son or daughter of the Most High God. And he wants to develop your life. And the only way to develop your life is to disciple your life. So if you're listening today, I want you to know life coaches are great. Mentors are great. But within Jesus, Yeshua, the Messiah, the rabbi of all rabbis, the one we're asking you to become dusty from, you can have the life coach, the mentor, all wrapped up in what we call a discipler. And if you're willing to let your life be discipled, your life will change. Trust me, it's almost impossible for you to stay the same. You can't continue to do the same thing day in and day out and expect different results. They say that's the definition of insanity. But what is very true is that if you will surrender your life and commit your life to not just an outcome, but a process, if you'll allow your life to be discipled, all the things in your life that lack discipline, you'll start finding the motivation again to live again, to breathe again, to let go of the stress and the worry and the doubt and the confusion of your past. And you'll get empowered by what God's doing in your present. You'll not only be able to be more present in life, you'll be able to stand your ground and be able to move forward in faith towards your life being different than it was that before you started listening to this podcast or before you started really realizing there's more for your life. And hopefully that's exactly what you've learned today. If you really submit to this process, trust me, continue to listen, continue to grow, continue to allow yourself to be discipled. You're going to see your life change and someone's going to see the change in you. And next thing you know, they're going to say, will you coach me? Will you mentor me? Can you disciple me? And truly only those that have been discipled can be a disciple maker. So let's be that great commission fulfiller today. Not about breaking commandments, not about perfectionism, but it's about growing in grace every day and improving in how we do things with the desire to become more like the master, the rabbi, the teacher, the life coach, mentor, and discipler. I hope you enjoyed this question today. I hope you continue to grow with us. And again, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rabbi underscore Brian or on Facebook, Rabbi Brian Balecci, or even on YouTube, you can subscribe to this channel. If you're watching this, you can subscribe and learn more about the dust of the rabbi and allow yourself to be discipled. Can't wait to see you in episode number eight. And I know my co-host Brian Garza will be back. So we'll see you next time. Shalom, shalom. Bye-bye. God bless. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, follow us for more episodes as you rate and review the podcast. Thank you for listening to the Dust of the Rabbi podcast with Rabbi Brian Baruch Belechi. Shalom. Lehitrot. See you next time.